to Times of Refreshing with Apostle George Ayuku, Presiding Apostle and General Overseer of Love Community Chapel International, a church with a vision to reach out to the unreached in society with the Gospel of Christ. As an evangelist, pastor, apostle, and teacher of the Word, Apostle George Aiku's passion for souls and discipleship has led to the establishment of over 100 branches of the church in Ghana and Africa, and he has written over 30 books that seek to disciple the Christian and teach him to be like Christ. Be blessed as you listen to this message by Apostle George Aiku of Love Community Chapel International. church try and do something that after doing you feel that you are worshiping the lord yes. you understand do something that will make you feel like wow today i'm giving god my best mm. Mm. Amen. amen so hallelujah plus holy 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 plus where this is a lamb can we do it yeah. okay second one is what holy 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 so holy 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 Holy, holy. Do it. Holy, holy, holy. It's holy, 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 holy. Holy, holy, holy. It's a language in heaven. Then just use it to worship the Lord. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, holy, holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy, hallelujah. Where is the lamb? Let's go. Where is the lamb that was slain? 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 Give God a clap offering now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Look at somebody who is studying by you and say, You are looking wonderful this morning. And you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed above everything. You are blessed. You are working in power, you are working in wisdom, you are working in miracles. Amen. If you are alive and you are healthy, you must give God the glory. Amen. It's a miracle to live. <laughs> you know, I was sharing a testimony this morning at the Bible study. The Bible study is a very powerful place. We share so many things. So, learn to have a Bible study. I was telling them that when uh, I had this infection, this long infection, one morning I went to pray outside and I was coming to the room. You know, and I was coming. And I started losing my breath. And so I clashed with my wife who was coming to the bathroom. I said, I can't, I can't. And that was all. So I lay on the, on the bed. And that was it. Gone. Gone. So she, I don't know what happened. She mobilized the children. And then they took me in the car. They took me to the nearby hospital. That place is a miracle. That, that hospital. God put it there for a purpose. I didn't know, but you see, when I was, according to them, when I was uh, 
in the wheelchair, wheeling me to the place. I was speaking in tongues. I didn't know I was speaking in tongues. But tongues was coming, tongues was coming, tongues was coming. And then they took me there, and within a short time, um, I came alive in the ambulance. And when I came alive in the ambulance, I heard myself saying, I shall not die, but live. I heard myself, my mind was saying that forever, for, for a long time. And that was it. Breathing alone is a miracle. Please, if you don't have hundred dollars, thousand dollars, forget about that one. If you can breathe, you are a miracle. Because some are paying so much to breathe. You don't know what you have. You don't know the life you have. Look, walking is a miracle. Let me tell you, when I was at the hospital, between here and the bathroom was thousand kilometers. Thousand what? You have to take if you walk, you fall, you I go off. So like this. Like this. To the bathroom and come back. Because if I try moving, I'll go off. So when I stand and say, you need to appreciate life. If you can breathe, your breathing is a miracle. Don't see hundred million dollars before you turn the Lord. God for your breath. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Give God some praise right now. Hallelujah. Give him some praise. Give him some praise. Give him some praise. Give him some praise. Hey. Where? God has done it. He's done. He's done it. Look. Talking itself was a miracle. I'll share what we do later. But if you are here this morning, lift your hands and say, If I live, I live for you. Should I die? Should I die? Appreciate God and your life. I die. We live for Him. It's all we have. In all my ways, I'm ever yours. I'm ever yours. If I live, In all my ways, in all my ways, I'm ever yours. If I live, I live for you. Lift your voice and say, Thank you, Lord. Thank, just thank Him. Just thank Him. Anyhow, just thank Him. Anyhow, any language, any language, any language, thank Him. Thank you, Lord. I thank you. I'm alive. Thank you. I give you praise. I thank you. I'm strong and healthy. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. I give you praise. Amen. Please be seated. Beautiful, handsome saints of God. Welcome to second service. Today is uh, the day we joined the first small service. Now it's third, the third service to join the second service, to have a compact service. Amen. So we thank God for this service. It's, it's going to be a blessing. Now our theme for the month of October is what? Who can tell me? Who can shout it? Church family, because you saw it. Amen. Church family what? Connection. But the, but the actual theme is my church, my, my family. Hallelujah. And it's very important to understand the church family. Because for some of us, we don't connect to the church family. 
we don't connect the way we should connect because we see the church as a temple, as a place where you just come and worship God and go. It's not too bad. But see the church as the family of God. The church is God's family. And you are part of God's family. Ephesians 3 verse 14 and verse 15 Paul prayed his prayer and he said for this reason I bow my knees to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Sometimes you must bow your knees in prayer. I love to bow. I love to kneel down before God because that is what the apostle Paul said. And Christ himself in the garden of Gethsemane had to kneel down to pray in respect, in reverence to God the Father. And what did he pray about? I pray to the Father Jesus Christ, okay, verse 15, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So, there's a family on earth, there's a family in heaven, and both these families are named in the Father. All believers who once upon a time lived in the world are no more here, but they are with the Father of God, they are the Father God in heaven. So they are there as a family. We were here as alive. So these two families are one family. We are one family. All believers who are dead and gone have one family. Some are gone, some are here, but it's one family. If you get born again, you join the family of God here. And that family continues in heaven. Let me say this, that our earthly family ends when we die. Once you are dead, the earthly family on you is over. But God's family continues with you in heaven. So the best place to be, the best family to belong is the church family. God's family. So when you die from here, you continue in transition to heaven where Apostle Paul is, where Abraham is, where David is, where all the saints are. We meet them and rejoice. Now, we, now they, are, they are not here, but they can see us. They can see us. They are spectators. They can partake in our things, but they can cheer us on. Hallelujah. So, it is so important to see the church as a family. We aren't a mob that has been gathered to just praise. We are a family. And there's only one blood that runs through you and me. You and I are a family. You are my sister and my brother. And you can't choose me because you didn't choose your sister and brother when you were born. We are one. One blood. And so see the church as a family. Now Galatians chapter 6 verse 10. There's something that, that blesses. Therefore, we, as we have opportunity, let's do good to all. I mean, do good to all people. Bless people. Especially to those who are of the household of faith. Give me NLT. NLT will give you something maybe more exciting. Okay. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. So, if you have to do good, do good to people. But your first priority 
is the family of God. Yes. Because we are special. Yeah, we give people, I give people, I give people to people, do good to those on the streets, give them money. But your first priority is the family of God. Yes. And if I look at my giving life, I think and I believe that my money goes to church members more than my friends and family and, and all of that. Yes. Hallelujah. So you belong to the church family. It's not just the church, it's God's family. And God is a family. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. God said, let us make man. Let us, plural, make man. So God is a family. And God wants a family. So it is not scriptural to be alone. If I went, God made man. He, God made everything. He made the animals and families. He made the trees. He made... But when he came to man, he said, it is not good for man to be alone. So, it is not good to walk an isolated person. It's not good to be alone. It's not God's plan. God made a family, Adam and Eve. Not Steve, Adam and Eve. Not Adam and Steve. So, family is God's idea. Family is God's idea. So, learn to connect to the church family, where you belong. It's not good to be alone. Ankunam is not good. You come to church, we all worship God, you go back home. No, no. You have to know your church family. There are things families do. And you must belong and do the things church family does. In the early church, because they knew the value of church family, they connected very well. In Acts 1, verse 14 and 15 thereabout, we read that after Christ had gone to heaven, the early church family, 120 of them, met in a house called the upper room. This all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Verse, verse 13 says, they went to the upper room. The upper room was a place where it was a house. It was a house. As a house. Now, verse 15 says that there were 120 of them with one accord staying at one place waiting for the promised Holy Ghost. One mind, one mind, one heart, one accord. In Acts 2, verse 1, they were with one accord, one mind, one, one heart, united in one, in one mind and heart, one purpose when the Holy Ghost came down. So the church was united. Yeah. Unity is important. Yeah. We need unity in the church. Of mind, of purpose. When we are meeting at one place, all of us at one place. If it's nine o'clock, nine o'clock, we are here. Some, some are here, some are not there. No, no. We have to make sure that we have one mind and one heart joined together with one purpose to worship the Lord. In the course of this, the Holy Ghost came down. So in Acts 2, Verse 41, we read that when Peter preached a powerful message on that day, 3,000 souls were saved. And those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. So add it. 120 plus 3,000 will be what? 3,120. 3, right. So this 
was the church on Pentecost Day. Look at verse 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They were learning the scriptures and fellowship. Fellowship is koinonia. Koinonia means that they were communicating. It means communication. It means interaction. It means distribution. Yes. Together. Chatting together. Interacting. Giving to each other. In fellowship. In breaking the bread. Eating together. And prayers. 3,120 people. May that be our portion in this church. Amen. And then verse, verse 43 going. Then fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. So they saw signs and wonders. Verse 44. Now all who believed were together. Say together. Together. Yes. And had all things in common. The manager and the, and the whatever. And the secretary and the the cleaner, everybody was one. One common. Nobody saw anybody above the other. They were all doing things in common. You are a boss in your office, but when you come to the fellowship, you and I are one. That's right. Amen. All things in common. Togetherness. Togetherness. Once somebody, somebody sang a song, uh, uh, one Lord, let's get together, feel all right. Let's get together. Feel all right. Who, who sang that song? Your Mali. Let's get together. Togetherness. Unity. Amen. 45. Hurry, hurry, hurry up. And sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. Look, let me tell you, we have needs in the church. But you must connect to, be, to meet, have your need met. If you don't connect, you won't get to debate. They had this. They had needs. But because they connected, those who saw needs, they met their need, people's needs. So we need the connection, family connection, to have our needs met. Nobody knows that you need something unless you connect and tell somebody something. Eh? It's, it's said that those who sell their, excuse me, sickness, uh, they get what? The cure. That also, that's an African proverb. If you don't talk, if you don't say, nobody will know. So you must have people to connect to so you can say, yes, connect so you can be helped. We need something. We need this. I need this. Connect. Yes. So you can be helped. What is this? Coming down. So continuing daily with one accord, one mind, one heart, the same purpose in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. Have you seen that? They were eating from house to house. Now eating together as believers is part of our faith. Yes. It's part of the faith we eat together. Breaking bread. There's something not even the quality of food, but just the mere eating together, there's something in it. Yes. Maybe you and your home cell meet together, and once day you break and get together. Yes. Yes. You decide. I'm bringing Kenke. I'm bringing Wache. I'm bringing fish. I'm bringing 
pepper. Join together and break. It's so nice. Breaking bread from house to house. Not in the temple, but in the houses. So the real action is not the church. It's not the temple. It's the house. It's houses. They ate their food with gladness. It could be tea. It could be tea. And back for BC, it is still food. Amen. With gladness and what? Simplicity of heart. Tea in Adunle is all part of the food. With gladness. Look, when you meet, be glad. Let me advise you, please. If you are a sad person, put it aside. Sadness can kill you. It kills. And when you are cheerful, when you are laughing everywhere, your 34 is open. Hey, hallelujah. People like that, they live long. Yes. So cheer up, brother. Look at Simon. Say, cheer up, cheer up. What's your trouble? Cheer up. Tell him, what's your trouble? Cheer up. What's your trouble? Cheer up. Cheer up. People have been going through worse things than what you are going through. People's problems, they, they don't say them. If they say them, if they say their problems, you fall down right now. So cheer up. You won't die. You will live. To, you live. God shall come through for you. You can make it in life. For a time, you go through affliction. But God shall visit you. Yes. So cheer up. Believe God. He will come through for you. He's alive. We have hope in God. Amen. So the church was doing that, eating together, home to home, house to house. Yes, 47, look at that, what happened? Praising God and having favor with the people. People saw that they, these guys were happy. In their homes, they were eating, and they joined them. And the Lord added to the church. Because of their togetherness in their homes, and their eating, and their joy, people joined them. God added to them. Daily, those who were being saved. And that brought the church to a place of growing. Church growth happened. Now, let me ask you a question. Genuinely, how many of you want a church to grow? Let me see your hand. Correct. Let me make this statement made by Rick Warren. Rick Warren is a, the founder of a church in California, a very big church. I was there in 2002. He said this. He said, church growth it's for unselfish people. Church growth is for what? Yeah, and unselfish people grow a church. Those who are selfish can't grow a church. It means that even if you want the church to grow, you have to join a group for the sake of the church and its growth. You endeavor to join a house group. So don't be selfish. Don't say, I don't have time. It means you don't follow the people who are meeting. So you endeavor Put your opinions and your personal interests aside for the sake of others and for the entire welfare of the church. You put your own personal opinions aside and join the home group for the sake of growth because you want the church to grow, so to be saved. If you are selfish, those who can be saved. Jesus Christ was not selfish. He came from, the, from heaven, left his throne and came to this earth. Others was his focus. Others. I will say others. Others. So for the sake of others, you must learn to leave your comfort. Live where you are. Maybe your house is very nice. It doesn't matter. 
at nine thousand. We thank God for nine thousand. Amen. Wherever they are meeting, you just be go be there. Enjoy the brethren for the sake of breaking selfishness. Enjoy them there for the growth of the church, for the sake of souls. And they grew. And that was the lives of the church. And here they grew, okay? They were 3,120. Look at that 4 verse 4. 4 verse 4. 4 verse 4. However, many of those who heard the word believed. And the number, the number, the number, a bit they were numbered. Yes, they were numbered. Of the men came to be about 5,000. So add, add up. Mathematicians. 3,120 plus, plus 5,000. Give you what? 8,120. Now, if you go to Israel, the synagogues are, they, they don't have big temples like we have today. They had synagogues, small, small, like it could take about half a million people or 1,000. The maximum is 3,000. But they don't have big temples. So where were they meeting? It was homes. How were they counted? It was homes. It was homes. So the early church had to be led by the Holy Ghost to start home fellowship. Home churches. So in chapter 5, verse 42, look at that. It continued there. And daily in the temple in every house. So they had, so they had two places. They had temple meetings and what? House meetings. They met in the temple and they met in houses. They didn't cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. So the early church had these places they met. Homes and in the temple. That must be a lifestyle. Every good believer must have a house church. A home place. Believers gather and they meet. That's where the real life of the church can be found. That's the place. That's the model that God gave to us. Jesus Christ the builder. It's our build by church. In the gates of faith. So every builder uses a plan. Architectural plan to build. And Jesus is the builder. And his plan is that the church must meet in the temple. And meet in the house. So if you are only a temple worshiper. You are not aligned to Christ's plan. No, you are not aligned. No. You are not a real believer. Who is part of the plan. To be part of God's plan and Christ's building process, you must align toward temple meeting and house meeting. Yes. Do you know something? Some years ago in Russia, Russia had a kind of government called communism. And they hated Christians, so they began to persecute Christians. They shut down all churches. So the believers ran away and began to meet in homes, in underground basements for 70 full years. The church was hiding and they were doing very well in homes. You won't see anybody go to church. No. The church was in people's homes. Iron curtains. They were down there. And they were thriving. People were getting born again down there. Right. That's where the ashen was. Until the late 80s when that kind of thing was broken. And they gave way to churches to now start. And I saw Billy Graham fast going to Russia to have two crusades over there. Today in China, where you go, you won't see many churches. The ones you see publicly are those that have been endorsed by the government. We had a church there. Dr. Danette was there. 
the Gang of Sea. It's still there now, but they had to align to a Chinese church before they were accepted. As, I mean, they weren't like, okay, we are from Ghana, we are from Africa, and we have a culture. We want to meet, so they were allowed to meet. It's still there now. But they don't allow public meetings, except once they have endorsed. So in China today, if you go to China, there are 500 million believers meeting in homes. How many believers? 500, mil, 500 million believers in homes. And they are feeling good. They hide in rooms and they pray. Here we are blessed. You have churches everywhere. But they, that place, no. So it's important to have a house church. During the pandemic, this church was blessed. You know why? Our home cells were still meeting. Because they said social distancing. You can't go to church. So stay home. If you meet, there's a few people. But luckily, we had home cells and they were still connecting. We have Bible study groups. It was these groups that saved the church. In some churches, they, they collapsed. People ran away. You couldn't see them again. When we came back, they couldn't come back. But our members came back because of the home sales we had. Yes. Now, let me tell you what will happen next, we can't tell. The next pandemic, we can't tell. People are wicked and they are concocting things against the world. But so we should learn wisdom now, before anything happens, that the best place to have church, okay, is to meet in the temple and also in homes. In case they say, stop church, there's a pandemic, the church will still run in the homes. Yes. And, I mean, we all learned this, this thing. For three months, no church. You know, we using Facebook, but then we can still have church in homes and still, and still serve the Lord. So the home church is important. If you look at the early church, Acts verse 1. They multiplied. Axis, they became so many in Jerusalem. The number was, I mean, like uncountable. Right. So you know what happened? In Acts 8, verse 1 to 3, the church was persecuted in Jerusalem. Now Saul was concerning to his death, that is Stephen's death. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem. Yes. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Scattering. They were scattered. And devout men carried Stephen to his barrier and made great lamentation over him. Verse 3. As for Saul, as for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Why? Now, Paul couldn't find them in the churches. He couldn't find them. He knew they were around, but where would they be? The only place you could find the believers was in homes. So Paul did house-to-house destruction. Mm-hmm. And he caught them in their homes. So if the church scatters, at least we can preserve the church in people's homes. Ah, I'm coming to your home to visit you. Can you arrest me? No, because we are relative. And when I come there, we worship God, we pray, say the Bible, and I leave. You can't say I should stop because I'm a relative. So the home meeting is a place to preserve the church. The life of the church is lived in homes. 
Oh, we all come here, we all come here, we, we greet, greet ourselves, we sing, oh, we live here, we live here. But the communities in where, where we live, that's where God wants to be known through the home cell. Hallelujah. So they met in homes. Now, you know, every home church was called church. It's called church. Look at Romans 16, very fast. Romans 16, verse 3. Great Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus. Great Priscilla and Aquila, right? Verse 4. Move on. Who reads their own nest for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also the churches of the Gentiles. Verse 5. Everybody go, everybody go, go, go. Likewise, what? Greet the church that is in their house. So, this couple had a church in their house. Let's have couples having our churches in their houses. Oh, I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him to this one. Open your house for church. One day we shall leave the houses. Amen. And we leave this place to be everything. How will the houses be? Use your house for church. Interesting. I didn't hear him to this one. When the, the church comes to your house, God is there. And God will make sure your house gets blessed. Yes. Go to Colossians 4, verse 5. Colossians 4, verse 15. Sorry, 4, 15. We read everybody. Let's read again. Go, everybody, go. Greet the brethren who are in Laodicea. And the church, that is where? In his house. So the early church had, had churches in homes. That is Christianity. So don't just come here and go, come and go, come and go. Locate a church in a home. Now we are forming plenty. You can meet once a week. If you are living far, far, you can decide to maybe once every two weeks. Create time to connect. Because, you see, some of our blessings are people's sons. Abraham was blessed, as I told you last week. But the blessing was somebody's sins. Connection. Connection. You have to connect. You must connect. First Corinthians 16 verse 19. And it says what? The churches of Asia greet you. Aquila and Priscilla greet you heartily in the Lord. With a church that is in their house. I can give you more scriptures. But last one. Philemon 1 and 2. 1 verse 2. Philemon 1 and 2. Everybody, let's go. To the beloved Aphia, Archippus, and fellow soldier, and to the church in your house. So, church, it is not my name in the Bible. I'm not saying this and forcing you to go to house church. It is God forcing you, talking to you that change your lifestyle from only temple meeting to house meetings. That is Christianity, house meetings, home meetings, connect. I'll show you a few benefits that when you connect will be a blessing to you. But one, when you connect, my one, fellowship, say fellowship. Sometimes you need people to talk with. People to just chat with. Now, uh, uh, sometimes if you go to some places in America, if you go to a big house, only one person lives there. A sick mother, a sick woman, a sick father. And they have nurses caring for them. That's why when people go to America, they do nursing, they do home, they do home care. Because the people are sick. 
individualistic lives. For somebody staying here, doesn't know the next neighbor. He can stay there for years, that's the next neighbor. That life, it kills. And they are alone. Loneliness can kill. Oh, you don't know. Loneliness can kill. It can kill. You are alone. Every time you are alone in a room, you don't see anybody. We went to the US recently. My wife and I went with last, uh, around May, June. We went to Maryland to visit um, a church friend, a, a family friend, family. And they took us to a church facility in the farms. You know where their farms are? Very far. In the bush. Nice house. But we were there. Huh? We were so depressed. We were two of us. It's a nice place. In fact, the place was stuck with food, drinks, nice bedding. I mean, powerful place. But no cars will pass. You won't see any human being passing around. So, ah, this is right, Charlie. I wish I were Nima. I wish I were Kolegono. I wish I were, I were in Accra, Accra Central. Hallelujah. I'll see people going up and down with noise. Amen. I miss Ghana. I miss Ghana. But you go to town, meet people here and there. Yes. Ghana, we are rich. Our riches are in our tradition. Yes. In a way, the two of us, we fellowship with each other. We didn't see even a good, no goat was passing by <laughs> to say, hey, goat, come around. Let's talk together. Goat, let's chat. <laughs> Once I see a car come to pass, and then we see the car, oh, that's all, gone. But it was a far away place. Amen. You need somebody to talk to. And at the shift meeting, at the home cell, there, you chat. Yes, you chat. Number two, you have friends, you have new friends. When you go to the home cell, you have new friends. Some of you are born again. You have left your old friends. Have new friends that you can chat with in the home cell. Hallelujah. Are we here? Yes. Yes, new friends. Then, one of the things that I want to share with you is care. Come on. Come on, say care. Come on, say care. Philippians 2, verse 20, verse 21. Philippians 2, 20, 21. Philippians 2, verse 20 and verse 21. For no one like-minded who sincerely care for your state. Care is important. For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ Jesus. Care, 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 care. Look, let me tell you something. We all need care. Sometimes people say, oh, I was sick. Nobody visited me. But who knows you? Who knows you? Nobody knows you. After church, you go home. Who knows your home to visit you? It's a family. So connect to people so they can know your homes. Sometimes people fall sick, take it to the hospital, and members go to visit them. Home cell members, more, they go to visit them. And they feel fine. When you are sick, somebody must come and just, just visit you and pray for you and chat with you. That is enough. But who knows your house? Who knows you? It's not the church's fault. It is your fault. But nobody knows you. You don't belong to any home cell. It's important. So let's change our attitudes. You think because maybe you think that, okay, I don't need anybody. I mean, I don't need anybody. Please, a day will come. You need somebody. Yes. Those of us who are having children, you are still giving birth. 
These days, the world is a busy place. We are all busy. I'm telling you, things have changed. It's not like those days when everybody is always free. People are busy. People are working Saturdays and Sundays. If you have an adoring, and you don't have any group to come and support you, it's very sad. But your media group is your home self. They will come. As for them, sure, 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 they will come. If you have a funeral, years ago, we used to go to funerals, Kumasi, buses. Now it's impossible. Here to Kumasi is around 70 cities. 100, eh? You call watch <laughs> I drive, so... So, if you could hire a bus, it would charge about, about 8,000 8, or 10,000. Where, where would the money come from? One person. The welfare will be broken down. And if it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Yes, somebody, next somebody. It's untenable. But if you have a home group, a home cell, by all means, they will come and support you. So, belong. Look at somebody say, belong. Some of us don't want to belong because our one foot is lossy. One foot is angel anointed Christian ministry. Two churches. Please, it's not good. Choose your church and belong there well, well. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this day? Look at somebody. Tell person that, Charlie, I belong. I belong. Tell person that from today, I stop walking alone. Tell him, Uncle Nam is over today. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, Belong to the home cell. It's a blessing to belong. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Stand your feet. Let's close. Amen. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Look at somebody. Say that you are my brother. You are my sister. One blood runs through you and I. I can't hate you. If I hate you, I hate myself. I love you with the love of God. I love you aggressively. I love you. Giddy, 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 giddy. Amen. Lift up two hands up and just thank the Lord and bless the Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. Suta, Paro, Nilosa. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We, can, we thank you, Lord. Oh, lift your voice and pray in the spirit. Pray. Shada Boza. Yes, pray in the spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 I give you praise. I give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By the blood of Christ, we stand. Every tongue, every tribe, every tribe, every people, every life. Give you glory. Give glory. Give honor. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you worship. I thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. 
right now on earth it will blow your mind you die and go to hell hell is not a place for you God loves you so much joining God's family here gives you the license the visa to enter heaven to join God's family in heaven and this morning if you are here without Jesus it's very sad, please don't make that mistake hell is not a place of joy it's a place of, of torment it's not a place you are going to come back again. It's a place where you go and die. You, you suffer forever and ever. It's a time to choose heaven. It is now. It is now. It is now. These days, the death rate is rising every day. People are dying. When you will go, you can't tell. You can't tell when you will leave this world. But today, you can decide that if I leave this place with Jesus Christ, I know that my place is secured in heaven for just a minute or two. You want Jesus to come into your life. Make a decision right now before you leave this place. In the name of Jesus. All eyes closed. You want Jesus to come into your heart. You want to say, Lord, I want to accept you. I want to go to heaven when I die. I don't want to go to hell. So if you're here like that, or you can see me on the screen, right on in Facebook, Facebook and YouTube, wherever you are right now, please, I plead with you receive Jesus Christ. Lift your right hand to God. I'll pray for you. Yes. Lift it up to God. I'll pray for you. You want Jesus to come into your heart today. You want to accept him as your Lord today. Lift your right hand up to God. God is watching you right now. He's watching. Lift your hand up to God and pray this prayer with me. Pray this prayer with me right now wherever you are standing. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sin. On the third day, you rose again. Today, I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I give you praise. Amen.
for listening to this message by Apostle George Ayiku of Love Community Chapel International. You can locate Love Community Chapel International at Bubiashi, off the Ogo Road and behind the Ogo Lodge. You can join any of our services on Sunday at 6.30am for first service and 9am for second service. Join us for communion service on Wednesday at 6pm and on Friday for our word, prayer and praise service, WPP service at 6pm. You can join us live on Facebook and YouTube at Love Community Chapel International. For more information, please call 0208-163-472 or 0244-682-633.